श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव नम After one has come to the third stage in yoga called as asana, and the meaning of asana is correctly understood, that asana is steady blissful experience. Stira sukham asana. It is not the postural thought, but it is the experiential thought. Thereafter comes the pranayam. so pranayam when we are doing normally our attention is focus only on the what benefits we get this healthy healthy people they cannot drop this wretched body identification so they will be practicing pranayam all the and then they overdo it there was one student many years before and he was <coughs> doing all these kinds of things asana pranayam bhastrika then what is called agnisak and then uh, anulom vilom then kapalbhati as a result <coughs> our factory settings were upset and then all the abnormalities come so he used to tell me you must do yaar this thing why don't you do i said look here if you do on my behalf i am not going to do i just cannot so he used to do regularly after about 15 years or 20 years again i happened to meet him i said hey yogi maharaj how are you everything is fine he said ah uh, that way but you know i got little bit lungs problem water gets accumulated in the lungs and then my digestion is upset always i am trying to take some medicines and then when i sit for a longer period of time my back starts giving pain how about you i said i am fighting fit i got only one problem nobody to fight with so all my fighting fitness is wasted he said what why this is happening to me because you are suffering from uh, yoga poisoning don't overdo anything in life it is only the sadhana it is only the means it is not the goal and the effect of asana or pranayam or the yama and the niyama or the pratyahar or dharana dhyan samadhi all of them where do we see the effect of this like we have taken food so where should be the effect seen in the plate how much is left when we take the food the effect is seen 
have we satiated hung, our hunger or not are we feeling comfortable or not are we feeling fulfilled or not are we happy after taking the food or not or we are regretting i should not have done so much see exactly the same way when we are doing all these practices where should be our attention any spiritual practice you take all of them are meant to work on the mind what is spiritual practice to do so when we take pranayam health will be a by product then what happens and what are the limitations here the teacher says vayu rodhanat liyate manaha when you do vayu rodha that is kumbhaka and when you do prana this kumbhaka pranayam you know there are uh 1 2 3 4 four pranayams one is called as puraka pranayam second is called as rechaka pranayam third is called as bahik kumbhaka fourth is called as antar kumbhaka and the fifth is called as um kevala kumbhaka five of them so puraka pranayam means you fill in the air breathing in is puraka pranayam and rechaka pranayam means empty the lungs so it is called as the rechaka pranayam breathing out then you hold the air inside once you breathe in that is called as antar kumbhak and when you breathe out again hold it outside that is called as bahir kumbhak all these four pranayams they involve efforts now there is one effortless pranayam and that effortless pranayam is called as the kevala kumbhak kevala kumbhak means breathing is not stopped by efforts breathing gets suspended as it happens in case of the amphibians who get into the hibernation hibernation is a natural process for the amphibians thereby they can sustain their life even without breathing or anything life is sustained in yoga vashishta this topic comes bhagwan ram ask vashishta ji that particular saint you told he kept his body and it was merged in the soil for years together and then he came out of it how come his body did not get disintegrated and rotten when it was buried in the soil that time vashishta ji tells when the breathing and thinking is 100% suspended naturally that body doesn't get disintegrated or rotten 
and this is a natural phenomena for the amphibians. Therefore, this pranayam, normally we don't go to the keval pranayam. It doesn't happen because we are a struggling type of people. We want to do something. We don't allow the things to happen. We are in a hurry. With a click of a mouse, we want the realization. So, prana vayu rodhana liyate manaha. So, when you are holding the breath, The mind is stopped. But how long? As long as the curfew of Kumbhaka is active. So, Vayurodhana the mind gets dissolved. Or it goes to sleep. Or it is not active. Liyate manaha. But how is this control of the mind? Jalapakshivat Rodha Sadhanam. Jalapakshivat means, you must have read the story, there was a group of birds which was caught by the net of a hunter and they all decided together, let us together we function and they started flying together. Along with the net, they went away and the hunter was looking from a distance, could do nothing. Finally, they got tired and landed. And after landing, they were praying to the Lord, Oh Lord, please come and help me. So from where the Lord came in the form of the Vahan of Ganesha. And thereafter, he started cutting the net by his teeth. And the moment the net was cut, all the birds went away. Jala Pakshivat. As long as the net is intact, they are caught. The moment the net is broken or cut, they fly away. Therefore, simply doing pranayam and feeling good for a few moments is not spiritual practice. But we have to learn from that. So, Vayurodhanadviyate manaha jala pakshivan rodha sadhana. Now, hereafter, the teacher gives us the basis. See, when we do the things with knowledge and understanding, it has got a different flavor. When we do the things mechanically without understanding how, what is happening, and this is what unfortunately happens with most of the yoga teachers and students. They are physically only cross way You see, so many these yoga conferences we have attended, yoga students, colleges and all that, on the stage the students come and they perform the various asanas. Is yoga vyas a performance on the stage like the acrobatics in a circus? It is a spiritual practice. Similarly, singing. Thinking is a spiritual practice. But normally what happens? We take the harmonium people are sitting and start our merry churari, ri, ri. People get fed up and they start clapping. And we feel, oh, it's very good. 
dear friends, do not convert the spiritual practice into a performance. In uh, Calcutta, many years before, the children have organized the um, fancy dress competition. And I was sitting there and they asked me to be a judge. I said, I will not judge. It is against my principle. Then they put somebody else. After everything was over, then asked me, Swamiji, you come and speak something. So, one was Veda Vyasa, other was Shankaracharya, third was like that, so many fancy this competition, small, small things. Then I went. I said, for God's sake, don't think I am also one of the fancy this competition. <laughs> Spiritual practice is not a performance on the stage. So, basics have to be very clear. So what is the basic? The teacher says, Chittavaya Vaha Chitkriya Yuta Shaka Yordvai Shakti Moolaka. Chittavaya Vaha, two things. Chitta, the mind, the knowledge aspect. And Vaya Vaha, the prana, the activity aspect. If you remember, I told you, finish it for your meditation. Whatever you are doing, rubbish, you do that. Otherwise, it will trouble you again. I have not done that. Finish it off. Then we sit down. Start only these two things. First, when you sit quiet, listen to silence. When this will start happening to you by God's grace, you can distinctly, clearly experience that you are withdrawing from all the sense organs and landing in the mind. You understand? Not mechanically. And the second thing, when the mind has become relatively quiet because it is listening to the quietness, but the mind will not like to die. So it will start some kind of thing. If nothing, japa. Don't do all that. Then stop talking to yourself. What is this? This will not get any books, I tell you. Don't struggle to find out the books and make notes. Don't get it. When we start listening to the silence, we are on the, we are working on the mind. And mind as the Jnanendriyas. 
organs of perception. Hearing is perception or the knowledge of perception, Nanindriya. So, Chitta Vayavaha, the Nanindriyas, I mean they are controlled, we come to the mind. Then, the second aspect of our life is action, activity. Knowledge and activity. These are the two expressions of life. So the knowledge is suspended by listening to silence. And activities, that is karmendriya. Karmendriya is what? Organ of speech. So when you stop talking to yourself, you have controlled the Kriya Shakti. When you start listening to silence, you have controlled the Jnana Shakti. Then what will happen? The teacher says, Chitta Vaivaha Chit Kriya Yuta. So the mind and the prana, they are respectively Jnana Shakti and Kriya Shakti. Then Shakhayor Dvai Shakti Mulaka. These two shaktis, energies, potentialities, they are the two branches of the same source called as consciousness. So be very attentive, very deep must not mistake anywhere. Objective world, nothing but the expression of the sense organs. Activities are nothing but the expression of the organs of action. Both of them, the sense organs and organs of action, they are nothing but mind expressing through ten different types of sadhanas instruments. Now this mind is an expression of chetana or life. Life is an expression of the inherent potentiality called as technically which Patanjali doesn't talk about. Either Kundalini Shakti, Shakti Bhulaka. It is common for everyone. So when we are thus working on this with understanding, so when we spend all our time and effort on listening to silence, means what? Be attentive. Means stop reacting to the world. When we are listening to silence, what we are actually doing is we are not listening to silence, but we are remaining indifferent to the sounds. And the more you want to remain indifferent to the sounds, those subtle sounds which we normally never hear, like the sounds of the crickets, the ambient sound of the movement of the earth, 
that sound we start hearing. Therefore, when this is consciously practiced, we leave the world, when we stop talking to ourselves, we leave the mind. We have left the world, we have left the mind. Then where are we? Shakti Mulaka. By going through the Chetana, the life principle, we are no more only life. Now we have graduated and gone one step further, called as this Kundalini Shakti. After you come over here, then you will appreciate what is the real meaning of this Kundalini Yoga. Without this only it becomes acrobatics. And in all kinds of things, I was feeling horripulation. And these people always talk in terms of um, some kind of vibrations. Swamiji, when I went to that particular temple, I had such terrible vibration. When I met that Mahatma, that Mahatma hugged me and I had a vibration. I must be having a fever. So, Shakti Mulaka. And Shakti Mulaka, when you say, it means one. So, this one gets dichotomized into two, called as Jnana Shakti and Kriya Shakti. This Jnana Shakti is mind, Kriya Shakti is prana. And when these two Shaktis, now be attentive, it's very simple. I always feel afraid when I show my hand like this. I want to teach something, but you know the people start looking at the lines. Kya line hai dekh le. So, my <coughs> palm is one. And from this palm, two lines, two fingers come out. From the same point. So, what will be the type of these lines? Can they be parallel? They cannot be parallel. There will be an angle. And be very attentive. As you go away from the origin of these two lines, as you go away, the distance between the two lines starts increasing. This is our personality. What we think and what we do is nowhere perfectly synchronizing. Nature said, we are completely disintegrated, shabby, confused personality. Lack confidence. Because these two pound of energies, powers, shakti, they are not in unison. But when knowledge is reflected in action and action is reflection of the knowledge they become perfectly synchronized and as they become synchronized we start migrating from the periphery of our personality to the center what is called as this kundalini shakti see my friends
ಬಾಡಿ and he came for the satsang and then he asked me swamiji like you i am also realized now i want some tips from you how come you have become popular but nobody recognizes you can you give me some tips i said yes i heard about it what is that i said you know once a husband and a wife went to a, a nice big hotel they had a nice dinner and the wife knew husband is very stingy doesn't give one bite to anybody so she said to him at least now give him some tips so i said okay don't worry the waiter came when they are getting up he gave a tip don't get married tip you are friends it is not a question of how much time it takes bhagwan says sthitva syam antakale pi brahma nirvana mruchati it doesn't matter when see so this foundation should be clear ಇನ್ಫ್ಲೂಯೆನ್ಸ್ and okay from tomorrow i am going to get up early morning at 4 o'clock next day 4 o'clock and his sleep is also over but then this only start thinking look here i am 70 in my own life i never worked what difference it made to me these baba ji they have got nothing to do destroy our sleep eh and go to sleep and then as usual wake up at 9 o'clock 8 o'clock 10 o'clock and after you oh god today also i could not wake up in the morning <laughs> repeat it three four times you come to a conclusion this is not my bite i can't do it thereafter we lose self confidence what is the self confidence knowledge is fully 
manifested in action. That is self-consciousness. Friends, if this is happening, then your yoga, asana, pranayam, dharana, dhyan, samadhi is meaningful. Otherwise, keep on pumping the air and nothing is going to happen. Don't opt for the cow dung from the cow. Focus attention on the milk. Cow dung will come free. But there are some people you must have seen. They are very much interested in the wastage. Make a cow dung what they can gas. Take the urine and make this thing, that thing. And if you take one teaspoonful of urine, cow urine, why cow urine? You can take your own urine. Shivambu. You want to become abnormal. Focus attention on, not on the world, not on your health, not on your anything, but on your own being. Your whole attitude towards life will change. So, Shakayur Dvai Shakti Mulaya. Then, Laya Vinashane Ubhaya Rodhane Laya Gatam Punar Bhavati Nomrutam. So, when we do Laya and Ubhaya Rodhane, so we have done both. Ubhaya both. What are the both things? Kriya and Chitta. When the knowledge and actions are both of them are totally stopped. First, Laya and Vinasha. So, by the Vayurodhanat, Liyate Manaha. By the Pranayam, holding the breath, your mind is quiet. It is Liyate, it has gone to sleep. And then, second thing is, Vinashane, the mind has to be destroyed. Unless the mind is killed, we will continue to suffer because of the mind. Enemy should not be pardoned. Don't bring the wrong emotions at the wrong place. So, Ubhaya Rodhane. So, by the Pranayam, Vayu Rodhanat, Layagatam, the mind is quietened, goes back, cool. But by the knowledge, with this, what we saw in the 12th mantra, then Vinashane. We have to destroy the mind. Because layagatam punaha bhavati. Because when the mind is quietened with the influence of the pranayam, again the mind will come up with the vengeance. Therefore, this forgiveness, forgiveness has no meaning. Shataha shathe na tadyate. We must know with whom to deal with what way. So, layagatam punar bhavati. Such people, they do everything. But slowly, slowly be attentive. You will see there are few types of practices which creates a great abnormality with the power. One is yoga. Second is tapasya. Third is kundalini avekani. Three of them. Because they discover the potentialities in them. And if something goes against their will or against their way, they become extremely angry and anger is manifested in the form of a curse. 
you read the stories from our Puranas, everywhere this curse is the biggest issue. If you do this thing, you will go to hell. If you do this thing, this will happen to you. And it happens because their Prakriti is fully under control and they are far away from the truth and therefore it is something like this happened in US. One child was having a live pistol of his father. Somehow he got it. And the father said, don't play with it. No, no, let us play, play, play. And it was, it was a loaded one. So he had the power, but he didn't have the wisdom how to use it. And he uh, looked at uh, the father and triggered. And the father died on the spot. Exactly. We may have the power, but do we have the wisdom to use it? What power is that power? And therefore, anything which goes little bit accord, according to us, if it is not happening, immediately anger comes. And then the curse. Curse in Sanskrit means shop. So such people are the shopping centers. Mobile shopping centers. Give curse, give curse. You will never see anywhere in our literature a devotee has cursed anybody. You will never see anywhere that a jnani has cursed anybody. See, take for example, one or two examples to understand this. In Bhagavad Mahapuran, this story comes. Rather not in Bhagavad Mahapuran, but in the Mahatmya topic. There was a great yogi, he was doing yoga, meditation. And Parikshit happened to go there. And he was thirsty. But this Mahatma was in deep meditation. He was not aware somebody has come or not. Parikshit being the king, he thought he is not respecting power. He became angry. Powerful people are angry. He became angry. And what he did, there was a dead snake. Don't ask where from the snake has come. So, there was a dead snake. And he put that dead snake in the neck of that... Uh, Mahatma who was in meditation. When this was known by the son of that Mahatma, who was also a great yogi, he cursed him. Whosoever has put the snake in the neck of my father, the same snake will come and bite him and kill him. How many places we hear? Because when you have the potentiality, do you have the wisdom to handle it? See, the filthy rich people, there are two types of rich people. Those who have richness inherited for generations together. See? And those who have become cheaply, suddenly, overnight. See that quality difference. I happen to be um, with Swami Akhandaanji sometime in the uh, house of Birlas in uh, Calcutta. They are so rich, but so disciplined. Morning time, breakfast time, all the members of the family sit together, pray, eat very simple food. Dinner, all must come and sit together. There is no place for non-vegetarian and drinks and all that. Riches, there is no comparison. 
But there are other examples which I will not tell. You know them very well. Spirituality examples. Liquid spiritualist. When this riches, power comes, are we able to handle it? Therefore, here the teacher says, simply quietening the mind for some time and getting the various kinds of potentialities or powers is not spirituality. Many times when the people go to the Mahatmas, the mothers tell the children, hey, don't behave in a wrong way, okay? That Mahatma, he may curse. Like when we look at the police, police is supposed to be our protector, is it not? But in our country, what is the police agya? Bapre problem agya. He should be a protector, not creating a problem. Exactly the same way. When Mahatmas are there, people should feel very much at home. Come on, Mahatmaji has come, everything will be all right. On the contrary, hey, Swami has come, don't do this, don't do that. As if some firework has come. Friends, it's only because we become extraordinary. Spiritual life is not becoming extraordinary. We lose everything extra and remain ordinary. Therefore, laya vinashane ubhaya rodhane layagatam punar bhavati nomrutam. But when the mind dies, then the mind is no more a big problem for us. Oh God, you are killing the mind. We also do the same thing. How? Drinks, drugs. Mind is killed. We don't know also. Anything. That is not the killing of the mind. For that we must understand the functioning of the mind. What exactly and how exactly the mind functions. Mind has got two functions. First function is common function for all of us. That is a common mind. For all of us, mind expressing through the eyes becomes vision. It is not that for the man it becomes a vision and the woman it becomes a doubt. No. Same thing vision. So that is a common mind. That common mind is like what? In all the ornaments there is the same gold. Although they may be appearing separate from each other, yet it is the same gold. In the same manner, we may be appearing separate from each other, yet the mind principle is common for all of us. To understand this, take these few experiences. The air is common for all of us. We are all breathing from the same trough. It's not. Mine is a spiritual air. Oh, you have grasta air. Same air. See? The water is common. It is not separate. The fire, the heat is common. And the space is common. Everything is common. So also, the mind is common for all of us. All the great masters live in this common aspect of the mind. And therefore, they are able to perceive the differences, but don't get influenced by these differences, and therefore, they don't differentiate on account of the differences. Like we, what we do? 
my daughter and my daughter in law different differences my daughter is dud ki dhuli and daughter in law he is anduli so see the differences seeing the differences is not an issue after that getting lost in the differentiation on account of this perception from there the samsara begins therefore laya vinashane when we have to destroy the mind we have to work on the second aspect of the mind the one aspect of the mind is common now what is the second aspect second aspect is the mind starts projecting and the projection is according to the training that we have given right from childhood knowingly unknowingly we are training our mind with so many exposures and that makes us a totally individual separate from each other and then we think whatever i do is right what others do is wrong and this is how a personality is born and this personality further goes deeper deeper and then when you see an object samsara is not born a boy goes to so many places sees so many girls samsara is not born but one dumb girl he sees because he is equally dumb then after looking at her the mind starts projection why she has come at this particular time to the temple and only she has come there are so many girls in this world we must have been a victim of vedanta it may be the divine grace this is a message from the lord i have sent you a girl get married to her and it is not only the man is dumb if girls are equally she also start thinking why he has come here when i and slowly slowly the mind starts a series of projection secondly also that boy comes to the same temple she also are there is some god's divine will they say marriages are fixed in the heaven maybe this is the heaven and then they fall in love tada they never rise in love they fall in love and after that the boy goes to his mother mummy i want to get married to her who is she or oh, she is from north india but you are a south indian then so what love is love pure love so the mother said, if you want to marry to her you will have to cross my dead body and then music and i tan 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 cinema starts and then the boy has to say some dialogue mama if i had to cross your dead body then only i can get married it will take too long you are not going to die early this play of the mind in response to the perception 
क्रिएटर ऑफ संसार एंड वॉट आर द पैरामीटर्स ऑन विच द प्रोजेक्शन बिगिन द पैरामीटर्स आर दैट ऑब्जेक्ट इज अदर देन मी सेकेंड थिंग दैट ऑब्जेक्ट इज ब्यूटिफुल और गुड दैट ऑब्जेक्ट इज वैल्यूएबल दैट ऑब्जेक्ट इज रेयर आई एम फॉर्चुनेट टू गेट दैट ऑब्जेक्ट दैट ऑब्जेक्ट इज द सोर्स ऑफ हैप्पीनेस without that object i will remain incomplete if i don't get that object what for to live jena kena prakarena i must get that object this process is the detrimental reactionary alticaria of the mind this we have to stop Now what is to be done, and how it is used? The rule is: Janati, Ichati, and Karoti. Three stages, and this is followed and used by the telemarketing people. On the television, so many new new products are launched, and these amass those who are not working, and they have nothing else to do. so that particular time 11 o'clock in the morning when everybody has gone and they have nothing to do they start the tv and then they start seeing the various pro- uh, products which are launched such as such product if you buy this thing the thing will be done in such a short time i have seen one product and it was bought by somebody therefore i remember this the potato cutting machine and in that it is so and so and it will uh, peel off all the potatoes and it will cut exactly all the potatoes in the same size you can adjust the size everything original mrp is 21000 rupees but if you buy right now on this phone number you will get it at 2100 rupees 21000 to 2100 no person sells it for loss but this lady who has lost her head immediately call because the plastic money is there and after and that order never gets misplaced immediately next day it comes to you and now who are people at home only two of them now in 1 minute 5 kilograms of potato are cut what will you do now you have bought it you have to show to the public then you make some purpose invite people we have got our great grandfather's birthday who is nowhere and so many people come food will be served yesterday evening there was a big rush do you know why not for my lecture for the dinner i am not in the fool's paradise lecture was like the milk for the cow and cow dung free similarly dinner was the primary and this cow dung was free <laughs> now they have collected that uh, machine how to 
show it to the public, unless it is shown to the public, what is the use? So, some function is made. And then something is made out of that potato. And people are enjoying another. And this lady goes, how is the food? Everything is very nice. Which um, company you ordered? Which hotel? No, no, no. We don't order it. No. I made it myself. So many things. Yes, I made it. And they talk about everything except the potato. And she is miserable. And ultimately she can't hold. How do you like the potato vegetable? It is okay. Now she wants to know. Don't you see? See, all the pieces are exactly. Ah, we are seeing. How did you cut it? Ah, now life is fulfilled. So when she did not know that machine, she did not desire. When you don't desire, you don't act. These are the three stages. Janati, Ichati, Karoti. First we know, then we desire, then we act. See my friends. And therefore, here the killing of the mind is working on this. Do not gather unwanted information. Today, the biggest problem is handling the information that we have. Earlier also there used to be problems in this world. But we hardly knew anything. Therefore, we are happy. Now, anywhere anything happens, immediately we get a WhatsApp and we start worrying. Don't look at that WhatsApp. See, friends, this unwanted information collection is the biggest thing. And this is where our children are suffering from that. We may condemn them, but I tell you, if you and me join their ranks in the school, we will fail utterly. How much they have to negotiate with the information that they have. Therefore, we have to, as a spiritual seeker, understand this basic principle. Our mind has developed a habit of commenting on everything, evaluating everything, comparing everything. No need. So, what will be your meditation now? Live in this world, but don't desire anything. When perception is not followed by projection, you are in God's kingdom. And for that, our scripture states, Brahma Satyam Jagan Mithya, the world is an illusion. So when we look at the world as an illusion, we'll enjoy, we'll not suffer. But at the same time, we will not desire anything. So live happily in this world. Have affluence. Enjoy life. But don't be enslaved by the comforts. This is what Bhagavan says in the second chapter. The difficulties don't make us miserable. And no more a slave to the comforts in life. Yes, you have comfort, nothing wrong in that. But because of that comforts, if we become 
in the absence of the comforts, if we become miserable, we are going the wrong way. We have become a slave to our mind. Therefore, uh, the teacher says, Pranabandhanat Liramanasan. So, first of all, when you are sitting in your place, immediately your mind will not be available. You have to collect it slowly. So, first of all, spend some time in cleaning your temple, which you must not have done for last 300 years. Every day, all the idols of the gods should be brought down, cleaned, given bath with Purusha Sukta or something like that. And remember, God doesn't need this. It's our need. When we give Navidya to the God, God doesn't need it. Ultimately, we only eat. He doesn't need anything. It is our need. So when you thus get engaged physically with all activities, your laziness will go away. Laziness is the biggest obstacle in our life. See? So with that and thereafter, whatever uh, japa you are doing, finish your japa, etc. And then study whatever you are studying, doing. And then after all your formalities are over, then sit quiet. And to collect the mind, do pranayama. There are so many pranayams. Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi told one pranayam which is something unique. It doesn't involve any activity. Although it is a pranayam. And that is, as you are sitting quiet, simply remain aware of the breathing. Do not focus attention on the breathing. Remain aware of breathing. How do we know whether we are aware of breathing or focusing attention on breathing? When you focus attention on breathing, that time your breathing changes. And when you are simply aware of breathing, breathing continues without effort. Now see what exactly is happening. Breathing happens only in the present. You cannot breathe yesterday. You cannot breathe tomorrow. You cannot breathe before some time. You cannot breathe after some time. <coughs> so breathing is now and here. Now, when we remain aware of Breathing which is happening effortlessly. This will ultimately lead to Keval Kumbhak. It is said in Yajnavalka Smriti. One of the most important things, efforts must disappear from our life. More the effortlessness, nearer we are to the reality. Prayatna Shaitilya Ananta Samapati the breathing is happening and we are only aware of the breathing 
and if we don't remain aware of the breathing, we go to sleep. You must have come across, there are many seekers when they are sitting for meditation and I didn't know that. When people ask us questions, then I come to know. So one person asked Swamiji, in our ashram, when we sit for meditation, there are certain strict rules. There is a board outside. If the asan, the meditation class begins at 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock, up to 6 o'clock, even one second you are late, you are not allowed. It is digitally closed. The moment 6 o'clock, you can't go. There is a message. Take a detour, go to hell. So the disciple goes to the Guru's kutia. Tell him. And then inside, switch off all the lights. Why? Meditation is something bad. It should be done only in darkness. And then the, the music is played. And slowly, slowly, lalla be happening. And after some time, the people who are doing meditation, they have different experiences. Swamiji, what is this kind of meditation? We are afraid to ask our Guru. He scolds us. Anything we ask, he scolds us. So you please tell me. I will also scold you. No, you cannot. Then, why this happens? I said, this is not happening. This is a type of meditation. What type of meditation? It's called a Jatka meditation. What we teach is halal meditation. Here, the teacher says, we have to laigatam punar bhavati noam rutam. We have to kill this mind. See my friends. Therefore, what is the killing of the mind? The killing of the mind is this. Our habit of projecting on every perception must be suspended. We have the habit. And how do we project? We project through the speech. You will see any Indian, so many people meet us, even outside India. The genes are contaminated by this particular virus. Anywhere you go, Swamiji, where do you stay? Where is your ashram? Who is your guru? When are you born? Are you from here? Are you from there? And when are you going to die, by the way? What is the need? This is how our mind's second aspect, projection aspect, reaction aspect creates the samsara. One lady was after me. Swami, no, I am extremely benefited because of you and I want to know everything about you. I said, okay, no doubt. When I was in the jail, because of the murder, and the murder happened because I was highly intoxicated after eating beef. Swamiji, I said, yes, I wrote down. 
Why do you tell like that? I said, how can you say that this is wrong? No, no, no. How can this happen? Okay. Then I tell you. Oh, one day when I was sleeping, Narayana came and told me, my child, you are born to uplift the world. I cannot uplift myself, but you have to uplift the world. We like this kind of stupid stories. We don't like the truth. And then they go on spinning the things. Therefore, friends, this habit of ours, first talking about our past and asking people about their past. Talking about our achievements and talking about their achievements. Then carrying the burden of all the good and bad that we have done throughout life. And by the end of our life, we have nothing but all the garbage collected. See, friends. And then we go and catch hold of some Maharaj, some Swamiji. And then that we want what Swamiji, who will go with importance, value. Acha Acha Guptaji, Aye, please come, you please. Yes, um, you are a great person, you know. Here we have to build one big hall. We can do one thing. We can put your father's name if you custom for that. So Guptaji gets importance. And then he is busy with that. His work is done. And then that Mahatmaji is so great. And then he becomes the trustee of that ashram. Because he has paid. It is a paid job. But if somebody tells you that drop your past, don't talk about your past, don't desire anything, give up everything to your kids and everybody and become completely naked, no possessions, no relations. Swamiji, I'll think about it. Our spirituality is living in utter security. Friends, more the security we have, Less we are dedicated to the Lord. We trust that useless LIC. What is the promise of the LIC? Putting the two hands together. It is not closing the hands. It is a, a desperate feeling. Yoga Kshemam Bhad. You try. You pay and die, you will take care of your wife better. So that Yoga Kshema Vahamyam stolen from Bhagavad Gita. Originally it is from Bhagavad Gita. Ananya Chintayantomam Yejana Paripasate Tesha Mitya Bhijuktanam Yoga Kshema Vahamyam. We don't trust the original word because we are digital people. Na? Everything is digital. Xerox, not original. When the Lord says, Ananya Chintayantomam, discover the divine presence that you are. Don't push him away. Nitya Yukta. And it's not only while sitting before the Lord, doing meditation, that time half an hour meditation and rest of the day frustration. No. Or while doing the puja, there you are a great devotee, a bhakta. And the moment you are out, you are vibhakta. No. Our life is to be lived, spiritual life to be lived 
it is not a part time profession it is to be fully lived therefore nitya yukta naam to ananyashindento maam ye jana paripasate tesham nityam yukta naam and paripasate every place every situation always if we remember we are care of the divine presence when good things happen we oblige the lord by god's grace everything is good but when something bad happens that is also god's grace when we will come to discover this principle then it is called as real surrender at the feet of the lord in bhagavad gita had bhagwan not created confusion in the mind of arjun his doubt would never have gone it would have remained there therefore lord created confusion in the mind of arjun there was no need he created and what is the doubt that created it is for all of us dealing with the enemy is not a big issue when you have to deal with your own near and dear then the real challenge begins in our life and who is near and dear to us forget about the relations and all that the real and near and dear is our own mind we are the most miserable victims of all the whims and fancy of our own mind because we have taken care of everything in life except our mind therefore here the teacher is very clear in telling that prana bandhana leena manasam by the pranayam when the mind is relatively quieted then ek chintanat nashavetyadaha now engage the mind for contemplation on the one so be attentive there are two types of ones one type of the one is the one which can be divided by two one is the one type of one which can be multiplied by two but there is another one which can neither be divided by 2 nor multiplied by 2 that another one is called as infinite ek chintanat think of the infinite infinite means it is neither created nor modified nor destroyed so in our knowledge what is the finite what is infinite words are finite sri ram jay ram jay jay ram sri ram jay ram jay jay ram sri ram jay ram you can repeat them now instead of that take the silence between the words silence is not created silence is beginningless words are created they end therefore anything which is finite is multiple that which is infinite is only one ek chintana therefore when i told you this when you are sitting quiet listen to silence mind has 
nothing to react to. When there are sounds, then the mind can react. Oh, how melodious singing. Oh, how beautiful rhythm. Oh. But silence? No comment. Why no comment? There are people who give comment even on the silence. I was in Lunaula and doing something on my laptop. So when I work on the laptop, I just can't concentrate on anything else. Otherwise, I forget what I am doing. So one gentleman came and he said, Swamiji, I said, just sit down there. Don't disturb me. I forget what I am doing afterwards. Okay, I'll talk to you. He sat there. Elderly gentleman, very well settled in life, very mature, very balanced. So instead of three, four minutes, I took almost ten minutes to finish what I was doing. Afterwards, I say, I am very sorry, but then all my whole work would have been wasted, so I took your time. Now tell me what to do. Swamiji, what a frightening silence in your house. Can the silence be frightening? Why this happened? One more story. In Bombay, one person came and he wanted to talk to me. The moment he started, I said, you stand near the door and talk to me. He said, why Swamiji? I said, because your house is next to the railway track. Oh God, how do you know that? I said, because the way you are talking, as if I am staying in America and you are talking without phone. A person who is staying near the railway track throughout his own life, for him, normal talking, Swamiji, I am near, don't shout. Now such people who are constantly exposed to the noise all the time, for them, silence becomes frightening. Those who are lost only in the difficulties and miseries, for them, happiness is a punishment. Now what the mind will do? Only by sitting quiet, what is going to happen? I was told to do the japa, so I do the japa. Are Ram, Are Ram, 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 Are 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 Do then, why do you ask me? We are unable to comprehend and not ready to listen. Don't seek happiness. Discover happiness. When you seek, you go away from yourself. When you discover, you are that happiness. It is for this purpose we have to remove the covering of mind. Like yesterday I gave you example, the ocean is covered by the waves, the water is covered by the ocean. Exactly the same way, sense organs are covered by the objects, mind is covered by the sense organs, life is covered by the mind. 
and the consciousness is covered by the life. And therefore, for us, Jada Chaitana, sentient and inert, these are the two worlds. But the truth is one. One consciousness can express as sentiency in one instrument. In other instrument, the same consciousness cannot express as sentiency, therefore we call it inert. That doesn't mean there is God only in the living beings and there is no God in the inert world. The differences are on account of the Upadhi, not the one which is supporting them. When only one is sought, the mind dissolves. For the existence of the mind, the mind requires a sequence. Anything which is finite can create sequence. Anything you take. And the real spiritual practice is arrest this sequence. How we get lost in sequence? Omnam Shivai, Omnam Shivai, Omnam Shivai, Omnam Shivai, Omnam Shivai. Sequence is created. Arrest the sequence. Omnam Shivai. One, not followed by two. The mind will dissolve. Meaning, this aspect of the mind, which is creating samsara through projection, will come to an end. Thereafter, life is lived through us. Without we becoming anybody. Thereafter, we start living through the body and no more live as the body. Thereafter, we start living through the mind and no more live as the mind. This is how out of an ordinary person, a Mahatma is born because he has vacated and the Lord is given the full charge. You take over and he takes over. This is the meaning of Eka Chintanat Nashametyadaha. So the mind has to be destroyed by holding on to the one. And after this is done, what happens? We'll see in our tomorrow's concluding. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnaat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Sri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi